Welcome back. You are listening to the Daily Roundup here on Radio Islam International. My name is Anissa Isak. Well, it's just gone 11 minutes past six. Now, in an incident during the recent um, conflict that is taking place between Palestine and um, Israel, three hostages held by Hamas were tragically killed by Israeli forces amid the active war zone, despite waving a white flag and pleading in Hebrew to signal their non-threat status. Today we have distinguished guests, the former Director General of Israel's Ministry of Foreign Affairs and advisor to families of the Israeli hostages and former Israel Ambassador to South Africa to shed light on this deeply concerning event and its implications. Mr. Alon Leal, good eve, afternoon. I think it is afternoon for you as well. Welcome to Radio Islam International. Thank you very much. Thank you for making time to be with us this afternoon. So tell us about the families of the captives. What are they demanding from Mr. Netanyahu, especially after the killing of the, the three cat, uh, captives um, last week? Yes, they demand it uh, from the 7th of October, so it's uh, over two months now. Uh, the families demand to put the returning of the hostages to Israel as number one goal of the war. And not the removal from Hamas from power in Gaza is number one goal. Uh, there is a difference in the position of the Israeli government mm-hmm. and the position of the families. The government believes that the military pressure on Hamas will help the release of hostages, and the families believe that the military pressure on Hamas at this stage is endangering the hostages. So this is the main difference. Mm. How do the families feel after, you know, some of the hostages that were released um, have been very positive in their view of Hamas. How do families, how, how have they reacted to this? Look, uh, with everybody coming back uh, to Israel of one of the hostages, uh, not only the families are shocked, the whole public is shocked. Mm-hmm. So they feel obviously terrible. They put a lot of pressure backed by a big part of the Israeli public on the government and on the international community to put pressure on Hamas for an exchange deal. Uh, as you probably know, over there in South Africa too, uh, we have the, we built a mechanism to release uh, hostages that includes the United States, Qatar, Egypt, and both sides, Israel and Hamas, that already released about 110 hostages. The families are almost desperate now, and they need to reactivate the mechanism in order to have a second phase of exchange of faith hostages and prisoners, and uh, I think that the incident in which our soldiers killed three Israeli hostages is uh, fastening the process now, and we had a meeting a few days ago in Norway, and yesterday in Poland, uh, to discuss the reactivating of the mechanism. Mm -hmm. Do you see Mr. Netanyahu capitulating to the demands? I think he has to. He has to because uh, even if we 
are successful in removing Hamas uh, from power in Gaza, if the cost will be the lives of the hostages, this will be a, a very sad victory. And to many people like me, for instance, this will not be a victory at all. The victory will be returning the Hamas and then going the, returning the hostages and then going back fighting the Hamas. Mm-hmm. Now, Defence Secretary Lloyd Austin um, is visiting uh, a- a President Netanyahu. Um, do you think there'll be cooperation, especially because the U.S. is obviously going to ask for some war milestones to be met? Yes, I think uh, the Israeli government has not made much choice and has to obey to any uh, American demand if the demand will be decisive. So far, uh, America is uh, kind of asking very politely uh, to put uh, uh, target dates and so on, but it's not uh, uh, putting any conditions on its demands. And I think if the Americans will be determined and if the Americans will set up a date to end the war, Israel uh, will have to obey because the Americans are very helpful to Israel militarily and especially politically with a veto in the UN Security Council. So uh, uh, I I really hope uh, that Americans uh, will install their input in a more decisive way. Mm -hmm. Um, Mr. Elon, you know, we're looking at the fact that Israel's unilateral strategy has continued to lead to disaster. Should the conflict end or move into another phase, do you see a change in the strategy under Mr. Netanyahu or maybe other subsequent Israeli governments? Unfortunately, uh, we still have uh, a government that is responsible for the catastrophe of the 7th of October. They did not resign Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, they're still in power, going on with mistakes, like the wish to stay in Gaza uh, militarily. And uh, I hope very much that uh, very soon, uh, when, the, when the war uh, will uh, come to its end, this government will be replaced and uh, mm-hmm. a, a new government will come with fresh ideas, with fresh leadership, uh, I think it is uh, part of the tragedy that we are going through that the government that led to the catastrophe is still uh, running the war uh, with all kinds of political considerations. So I hope things will change here very fast. Hmm. Are we seeing any cracks between um, Mr. Netanyahu and Mr. Gantz as well? Because you, you tend to hear some of the reports coming through. We, we see them, but uh, uh, these cracks have to deepen in order to topple Netanyahu. So far, uh, Minister Gantz, who joined the Netanyahu government, is keeping him alive politically. And we know they disagree, especially on what should be in Gaza after the war. But uh, Mr. Gantz is not putting his positions firmly 
to the public. Uh, and as long as he's supporting Netanyahu politically, and as long as he's part of the Netanyahu cabinet, although they only define it as a war cabinet, Netanyahu will survive politically. Hmm. Does Netanyahu have an end game? Because um, this will be imperative for Israel, considering the relationship with the U.S., Jordan, Egypt, and, and even Turkey. Yeah, he has an end game that is unacceptable to the international community, and I think also unacceptable to part of the Israeli public. I don't know if to the majority, but his end game is that when we finish shooting, the leadership of Gaza will be friendly to Israel. Many of us think this is an impossible end game. The international community doesn't really believe in it. The United States, Europe, and countries in the region believe that the Palestinians should run their uh, political affairs, civilian affairs, uh, in both the West Bank and Gaza. Uh, this is not how Netanyahu sees it. So uh, there will be a battle between the international community and the Netanyahu government and between part of the Israeli public and the Netanyahu government. And uh, I can't tell you how this will end, uh, but you must understand that uh, the Israeli public is uh, overwhelmed with the implications of the war, with the sorrow, with the fear, and it's very uh, easy for Netanyahu now to manipulate these feelings toward uh, hatred to the Hamas and hatred to the Palestinians uh, and increasing the, the suspicions. So uh, he does it uh, very well. This is uh, what he uh, knows very well to do and dance for over 20 years now. Mm. Will we ever see peace between the two nations? I mean, um, you know, it's something that we would like to see, but uh, with the way things are at the moment, the Ghazans probably, if, if this war ends in their favor, would have nowhere to go to because most of what once was home to them has been ravaged. If there will no, not be peace, there will not be Israel. Israel cannot survive in, where, in its location of today in a hostile environment forever. Impossible. Impossible. We can have another war and another two or three wars, but uh, we cannot fight forever. Uh, not only uh, militarily, uh, economically, socially, uh, diplomatically, so without the horizon of peace, without the hope for peace, there will be no Israel. Hmm. Well, thank you for your time this afternoon. Much appreciated. We have, uh, you know, heard you uh, heard you talk to us, and we, I think, we all pray that this comes to a conclusion that would help, um, you know, all sides to see benefit. Thank you very much. I you join welcome. your prayers. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.
and that was former Deputy uh, Director General rather of uh, Israel's Ministry of Foreign Affairs and advisor to the families of the Israeli hostages and former Israeli ambassador to South Africa, Alon Lail, talking to us about um, the soldiers or the captives rather that were killed um, by the Israeli soldiers uh, in Gaza as well as some of the issues that are facing um, the Israeli uh, government as we see it now so getting some of the lowdown as they say with regards to that